This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I once had the occasion to travel first class to Los Angeles. It's a story how I got the ticket, but I got it. It was given to me as a present, okay. And I didn't just sit first class. This is not business class. Remember, this is first class. I had the Mizrachvant on first class. There was like two beautiful seats, and one was for me. And next to me sits down a fellow dressed very strange, wasn't clear to me what race he was from. And he sat down, and I see, I notice he's got an entourage, and people are coming, making sure that he's comfortable. And I was just sitting there, didn't take notice. Of course, I took notice. I wasn't going to show him taking notice. And people are coming to him for autographs. And I'm sitting there. I was actually, I was preparing a dafyoy mission. Okay? <laughs> That's what I was doing. And, and he looks at me, and he says, what are you doing? And I tell him, this is the Talmud, and we're learning. And finally, he saw that I wasn't going to ask him who he was, or that I didn't know. All his bodyguards could not protect him from someone who didn't know who he was. They protected him from many things, but this type of sorrow he never had to face. And he turns to me and he says, I am so-and-so. I'm not, not going to mention the name. I don't want to take away the dignity of this mime, a world internationally famous rock and roll singer. Fine. Nice to meet you. I'm Ephraim Waxman. <laughs> And then he turns to me out of nowhere and he says, there's a lot of money in singing. He must have thought I'm some rich guy sitting in first class. And he says, there's a lot of money I get for a private party, $100,000 an hour. I wish I had a receipt book with me. I was unprepared. And then he continues. And apparently he's extremely wealthy. And there was a write-up about him. He's telling me there was a write-up in some magazine describing his wealth, where they only wrote he's worth so much and so much, but really they had it wrong. He's worth much more because they didn't count all his assets. Fine. I'm telling you, he was telling me about his hidden assets, his this assets. If I would have been from the IRS, he would have been finished. At the end, he says to me, maybe you want my autograph. It's finished magazine. And he takes out a picture of himself and he writes to Ephraim with love. He loves me. And he begs me to take it. I don't know what to do with it. The boy side. How pathetic. How pitiful. This man has all the trappings of a king. He's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He's got Mishorsim and Yoitzim Mishorsim. He's got people at his beck and call. And he's an Eved. There's no royalty there. He needs to impress me. I have to know every penny he's got in Switzerland. On them, Kenanish Levin. We don't need the trappings. We don't need the chitzonius. We are truly princes. Boss is a Yiddishkin. What is a Yid through all the doyres? I was once at the Kaisel, and I saw a Lubavitcher Chosset approaching an American Jew, a typical American Jew who made his trip to the Kaisel. And he was dressed in an outlandish t-shirt and a rakish cap and a very obnoxious bravado type of demeanor. And you couldn't talk to him. Leave me alone. You know, basically, ah, don't bother me with this. And this young man prevailed and he pressured him, pressured him. He said, all right, just to get rid of you, I'll put on the tefillin. And he took the tefillin and he started to put it on. I was standing this far from him. His goof began to tremble and he began to cry with such heart-rending tears. I could not believe my eyes. He couldn't get the words out of his mouth. He was shaking. There was an ashama inside him for years. 
sighing, crying, crashing by Ayom Chubnei Yisrael. A little exposure to the Kedusha brought it out. And we see this phenomenon all the time. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to Inspire.org. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.